Welcome and thank you for joining us on this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where we connect and collaborate with experts in their industries, published authors, and fascinating people. And as a Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, their talents, their self-worth, otherwise known as self-esteem. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters, and when all of that aligns, everything works. And I am just so excited who we have with us on today's podcast episode. We have Craig Montz with us today. And um, Craig has spent over 15 years in the construction industry. He, um, his current role is an operations manager. And his focus in that role is to ensure the smooth operation of various processes that contribute to the production of goods and services. And of course, the smoothness of operation often relates to facilitation and movement of communication within the organization. And it doesn't stop at that. I mean, Craig wears many, many hats, and some of the other roles include, you know, chalking out the overall company strategy, supporting culture and vision with the key stakeholders, and also managing relationships both internally and externally, making use of interpersonal and public speaking skills. So, Craig, welcome to the episode today. Well, thank you for inviting me to participate. Absolutely. Okay, so it's always kind of weird to hear ourselves play back, right, you know, in, into the various different things that we do and what we've achieved. But today, people need to hear from you. I mean, you're one of those people that um, as we write the book, and that's our positioning of this podcast episode today, you stand tall as somebody who has really high desires of achievement. And not only that, the thing that I've witnessed about you is you are such an action person. As a young professional, you've achieved so many great things, and that's really where the conversation is today. So is there anything you want to add to that, uh, that introduction before we jump in? <laughs> well, uh, certainly. Um, I am somebody that I, I would say I'm a little bit addicted to just continuous learning, that continuous self-improvement um, so I think that all feeds into what, what you just had to say. Yes, yes. And that was the one thing I, I found about you. And, and that's, you're, you know, we're all forever students. And I think that is one thing that connects you and why I find you so fascinating, Craig, is, you know, your industry, it's very technical. You know, you've got an engineering background, right? I but do. Just, you know, what we've heard then, that's where I want to, you know, have this conversation go first. You know, you've got such a great technical background engineering mindset, but yet you deal with a lot of people and connectivity, and you've got to marry both of those. Talk to us about how, you know, what's been your approach to that? I, well, I would say it helps um, having a little bit of that engineer inside of me. Just my mind works in a way to formulate processes. So I enjoy connecting with people. I enjoy the facilitation side of people. Uh, I certainly enjoy watching how people interact, and one of the one of the things that I offer to the team is taking bits and pieces of information and helping to uh, put that into a process. Uh, some other things that I'm able to do is is interpret what two people might be saying. So you may have two people in the same room in the industry I'm in. Uh, they're saying different things but their objective is the same. So it takes that, that uh, intermediary sometimes just to listen and, and get everybody going uh, the same direction. It's a little bit uh, like having all the arrows pointing the same way versus fighting each other. 
Absolutely. And it's huge. I mean, that's you're absolutely right. It's like almost agreeing to come to the table and negotiate, you know, learning even how to negotiate before you can even get to the negotiation. There, there's a little bit of a, a persuasion that happens uh, as, as the process takes place. Mm. Okay, so what created that awareness, Craig, for you in understanding persuasion and understanding like your level of listening and how it's connecting? Uh, well, part of that is, is working with people such as yourself. Um, so I think I ran into you, gosh, it's been uh, over four years ago I, I ran across you. So it was just uh, we sat down and happened to be at the same table uh, during an event and uh, started a conversation, and, and right away I just sensed that you were somebody that you were different than me, and I wanted to learn how you bring that, that energy that you bring um, with everything that you do. So uh, I, I really enjoy observing people, and I'm, I'm not sure uh, what experiences in my life got me to that point where I'm able to do that, but I've recognized I do that better than, than uh, many of my peers anyway. Right, right. Well, and that's the thing. I think you've listened to yourself. I mean, and there's multiple things that we could talk about. I mean, as you and I, you know, have grown and developed and have gotten to know each other and how I've witnessed, you know, how you've come to the table and you said, look, this is where I would love to improve. And right there, I mean, that challenge, that's the thing that fires me up. And you know that. It's like, oh, this is awesome, you know, because if there's something I can do, you're coming with a question of, you know, how can I get there? Is it something that I can assist with? And that's awesome. That's where that synergy collides. So what drives you? Like what is it about um, watching people and learning from them that drives you the most, would you say? Well, well it's interesting. So um, I was, uh, I guess, maybe put in a fortunate situation that I, I took a promotion due to somebody else leaving, leaving the business. So uh, unfortunate circumstances on, on why that person left my previous employer, but I was able to take advantage of that. But while that was happening, um, the gentleman that was running that, that business at the time, he sat down with me and says, hey, Craig, you and me, we're a lot alike. And he says, I really like winning. And I thought to myself, okay, well, I, I'm not so sure that I, I do like winning. So I, I was caught back a little bit. But then... It took me a couple of years, but I realized that I really like watching other people win. I like watching other people succeed and helping them succeed. So if my team is winning, that, that's a lot of what drives me. And when I look back to that comment that was made to me uh, those, those years ago, it, it's kind of the same thing. So as long as my team's winning, you know what? I'm winning. So that that's a big motivator for me. And helps drive me. Um, yeah. So that, yeah. that's, I'm not, I'm not sure where that comes from, but it absolutely uh, drives me. Yes, and I agree with you because that we've had multiple conversations around that, and I've always been, um, wow, just to validate you, you have always put people first, and you've understood the concept of team probably more than most. You know, there's something about you who you, I, I know you to the core, you want that personal achievement, you know, that maverick status that we talk about, the best of the best, always striving, always stretching. But the cool part is you are always wanting to bring other people up with you. You know, it's yeah. not Craig just running out full on fast. You're saying, hey, look, how can we bring and make an extension so we do have followers and we're leading others in a way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
so leadership, right? Um, what what is it about? I mean, like, so what what do you think the attributes of a leader are from your perspective? Well, I, I joined a Rotary group um, a couple of years ago, and their their motto is, uh, I think, something that exemplifies what my goal is when I think of a leader, but uh, service above self. Um, I'm really big into the idea of service. How can, can others be helped as, as somebody that's been perceived as a leader myself? I, I really try hard to make others um, have an easier time or help their jobs um, be more successful. So to the extent I can help others, I guess that's, that's the attribute that I, I take on as a leader. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's really what, what I think of when I think of a leader. How, how can you help others? Absolutely. All right. Okay, but there's still something really awesome about you, though, that technical side that really does come into play with this. I mean, when, you know, when you started to get into, um, you know, furthering your education, how did you pick engineering? I and mean, what was it about that that interests you the most? Well, so starting out uh, a long time ago, I got, I went to Iowa State. I went to uh, do engineering. I decided wasn't real sure which engineering I wanted to do. I uh, grew up in a small rural community and uh, thought I was going to be a farmer, and, and basically uh, that that opportunity just didn't pan out. So I went to Iowa State Engineering. I decided to go to math and science, and um, I continued to, to do well at that and graduated. I got into construction engineering um, and, and graduated, and I've been in that uh, type of field ever since, being in construction. And But I... I enjoy um, the process side of that. I I don't know. It's just part of who I am. So when I'm sitting down in a meeting with folks, I'm, I'm one of the things that I offer as well is being able to pull out those action items as we go. I'm very motivated to complete items uh, and create those tasks and actions. Uh, a lot of folks don't do that well, so it's something that uh, I make sure that at the end of every meeting that there's some actions that are that people are able to, to execute. Right. And this is the cool thing, too, is like you're talking about strength, you know, and that's, that's a key component. I think what you've witnessed on early on in your career and why you are successful today and you continue to move yourself up in rank. I mean, you've got a big, beautiful life still in front of you. But you've tapped into what makes Craig Craig, and I think you stay in that strength zone. Right. That's what I'm, you know. So let's talk about that a little bit from from that perspective of strength. Well, so looking about at back at some of the things that I am passionate about, what I would call addiction. So the learning, the self improvement. Uh, I really enjoy connecting with others. Uh, I might even say I'm a little bit addicted to stress, so that living outside of that comfort zone, just um, I got thrown into the fire early on in my career, so I've always been a little bit in that uncomfortable zone. And since I since I've gotten used to that, um, if if I'm in a position where I'm caught up or feel like there's not uh, an overwhelming amount of tasks ahead of me, it, it's almost uncomfortable. So. Uh, when I think about it, I've got a little bit of an addiction to stress. But uh, some things, one of the things that you did to me early on uh, when I met you was 
you had me read the book, The Slight Edge, uh, Jeff Olson. So fundamental, still, <laughs> fundamental, right? So yeah. four years later, I, I still um, hear those words in my head, easy to do and easy not to do, uh, constantly ringing through my head. So um, that, you know, that just kind of helps uh, lead into who I am and, and that want to learn. Um, part of part of my day, I set up these routines. So um, in the morning, I wake up, uh, spend probably 10 or 15 minutes reading every morning. It just it's easier to have my routine on that side of the the clock versus uh, doing stuff like that in the evenings. Um, then on the way to work, I, I typically I'm listening to a podcast. Uh, occasionally, I, I've got a book, um, an audio book that I've, I'm listening to, but Certainly when I travel around the country, I get an opportunity in my job to travel places. I was in Kansas City a couple weeks ago, and so I listened to an audio book on the way down and on the way back. Um, but I just, I just enjoy that learning, but not just learning, but implementing. Um, you can get, um, I would say, maybe paralyzed by just, hey, what's that next new shiny thing? Uh, what can I do to hear that next thing? Uh, but implementation is very important. If you don't ever implement anything that you learn, uh, was there value to actually taking the time to learn it? So implementation is very important to me. Oh, it's huge. Okay, and that's oh, oh that's a huge one that's going to feed into this. You're right. I mean, a lot of people just don't take the action. It's one thing to motivate ourselves and to listen to something and to learn about it, but you have learned how to execute on it. And I also love to hear you say, you know, you've gotten comfortable with the uncomfortable because right there is one of the largest success principles is, you know, really kind of always being outside of that comfort zone. And I think there are a rare percentage of people that, like you, I would refer to as a maverick, you know, somebody who's the best of the best, always stretching and striving and always living in that uncomfortable. And, um, you know, it takes a certain kind of strength and confidence within that um, so do you agree that, you know, let's talk about confidence for a minute, okay, and how that plays into um, action. Sure. Um, I mean, take me there. So, yeah, outwardly I come off very confident, uh, but I am human, so I, I'm like many other people. I have some things that I'm not entirely confident about. Uh, one of the things about uh, motivation and just myself and the confidence, but I'm constantly raising that bar. So unless I write something down, it's hard to recognize if if I was able to reach uh, or attain the level of what I was looking for. So I constantly raise the bar. So I've learned uh, to write write down, hey, what are the expectations of a certain event? And then I can go back and check and see if I hit that. Uh, the majority of the time, I exceed those expectations of, of myself. But if I don't write it down, it, it's never good enough. So, um, but that, is, that has helped me out actually with my my own confidence. And um, so now, not just coming off as confident, uh, I'm raising that level of confidence as well, which is. Um, you know, confidence is part of being successful uh, in many cases. So uh, certainly uh, doesn't hurt you, Marlo. No, <laughs> no, no, confidence is the currency that I exchange. And 
like you, like anything, you know, I mean, I, uh, yeah, that stretch and strive. But what I'm hearing you, you put strategy to it. So you talk about, you document your success, you manage your expectations by looking back and then reflecting, you know, um, looking at those accomplishments. Are you reaching a certain level of positioning? And, and right there, that fuels it, right? So talk to me about that. Yeah, if it wasn't for doing that, it would, uh, I'd probably go crazy. So, uh, and a lot of that goes back to some of the coaching techniques that I I, I got from you. Uh, one of the things that you would strive or work with, with someone like myself on is these success boards and identifying when success has happened. And, uh, I've not done that well throughout my life, so I've certainly gotten better at it over the last last four or five years, and uh, a lot of that goes back to working with, with a coach such as you. Yeah, thank you. You're so validating. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I mean, there's a reason. It's funny because before we got on this episode, you and I talked, you know, when we were coaching, like, can you believe we're both going to be bringing out a book in the world, you know, and talking about Mavericks and champions. And, and um, you know, the thing I love about you, Craig, is, you know, you are um, a high achiever, but you're so humble, Oh, my goodness. I mean, humble, humble. And a father of three, I mean, through our coaching partnership, I mean, I got to witness, you got to grow your family, you had twins, you know, so you had that struggle as a, as a professional, leveraging yourself up in rank, I mean, growing your family. Talk about balance kind of as we come to the close of this episode. I mean, people are listening to this, and they're listening to what a great, um, great achievements, you know, great balance, but talk to me about the family side of it. Wow, yes, twins. Um, the first 18 months of twins was more painful than I could have ever imagined. But <laughs> we, uh, through my, my wife and I, she's a, a strong lady, and we've managed to get through that. And we've also got a, an older brother to those twins, and sometimes he's as much work as they are. But um, balance, uh, that's a challenge. Um, anybody that's uh, driven, high-achieving, it's a tough balance, I believe, but um, a couple different things. So I've set some boundaries. Uh, maybe I'd say more of a boundary situation than balance. Um, I tend to work on the early side of the clock so I can be home with my family. So I focus on, on getting home in the evenings by 6 o'clock, and it, it's their time uh, from from the time I get home until the children get to bed and uh, try to spend some time with my wife, so uh, I want to be a, a good husband as well as as a father. So um, that, that makes it tough. It doesn't leave a lot of time for myself uh, and get away from it all. So that that's one of the bigger challenges is finding that time, but um, focusing on just being present when I am there helps me a lot. Uh, that's something that. Is, is not easy for me to do. It's easy for my mind to be thinking about something else while I'm working on any given activity. Um, but, yeah, to the extent I can be more present, I definitely enjoy the time better. And then uh, some other stuff, just just uh, making it easy. If I need to wind down on, in, on a day, I put some good music on. So uh, kind of maybe help clear my mind a little bit. But something mm-hmm. as simple as music to me is, is a way to, maybe just shut down and, and uh, slow slow that turn going on in my head. Right. And you're describing that self-worth. I mean, you know in life that you have to be the best you 
before you can be the best, you know, husband, father, leader, anything else. And, you know, and that's, that's the thing. It's like those healthy boundaries that you talk about. Um, understand you can't take yourself out of the picture. I know you're an outdoorsman, and I always wanted to try to validate you. You know, when you're out there doing something good for yourself, that's just as important. And, right. um there's no magic bullet, is there? I mean, it's just a combination of things, but you can't take yourself off the radar either. Yeah, I think last spring, uh, you and I, we just were touching base one afternoon, and I happened to be out fishing. So, um, <laughs> it, it's I'm hard. So proud of you. That's awesome. <laughs> it's hard to hard to make that time for for myself, uh, but um, you know that that's something that's needed to rejuvenate and and replenish also. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, listen to all the different things that you've covered. I mean, um, you know, the technical side, the people side, the personal stretch, the success, and, um, you know, what drives you, how you stay motivated, the boundaries, the self-worth. I mean, you're full-bodied, Craig, and I'm so grateful for people like you um, who want to bring other people forward with them and um, take everything that you've learned and make it, you know, make it connect to the dots. That's why this podcast is so important as people are listening to this how you have approached living a big life and, um, you know, having success on your terms and doing it in a way that's effective for a lot of people. You've got a lot of followers out there and a lot of people respect you and regard you. So, um, so thank you for that. You know, thank you for your service. To, well, uh, I appreciate to that as well. So definitely appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that with me. Absolutely. All right. So um, to learn more about, about Craig Montz, um, and am I, am I, Montz or Montz, how do you, Craig, how do you uh, say it? Craig Mons. Mons. See, there's, I mean, multiple ways, and I don't want to mess it up, but you can visit our website at marlohiggins.com. You can um, learn more about Craig. You can add him to your circle of influence, and we just want to um, thank you for joining us today. Craig, thank you for sharing your wisdom with our listeners today on this podcast episode. Thank you very much. We invite you to share this podcast with others, and we thank you in advance for that partnership. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you.